0: Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show.
1: season 1 Ross Said i need dollar, dollar, two. Dollar, dollar what I need and if i share with you my story would you share your with me
0: Bad time we're going to make a lot of these dollars this year so we're
1: going to
0: save a lot of dollars well,
1: tell you That's what we're going to do all right enough of that save that money i saw somebody tweet into us and say that
0: the uh, hold on i
1: can feel uh, it all the way down in my plum yeah. okay
0: now i like the money money Season two, uh, neat. Season two, underway. How
1: uh, how is the Christmas break? How is everything? You you, you you you're you're back and looking good. You look like you've lost thirty pounds, and not true. Oh,
0: appreciate that.
1: No, just, I just you know weren't you trying to lose
0: weight? It's, yeah.
1: Are you losing weight? Yeah,
0: I, yeah. More of this. More of what do you? What more are of this. Boy, it looks I like it looks close. like a, a drinking water from uh, the jungles of Bolivia. It looks like apple juice. It's a, uh, uh, it's water with a mixer. So, no, I've eliminated pop for 2021.
1: Are you good with New Year's resolutions? You seem like we talked about this, right, that you, you can set a yes. resolution and actually keep it. Yes. Man, I have no willpower for yeah. that sort of stuff.
0: Once I've determined that, uh, oh, man, my Christmas gift might be showing up. FedEx is pulling up. Nice. <laughs> Nate still has me a Christmas gift from the party. He decided to get Ronan, not come to the party. Fe- FedEx oh, just never drove mind. right through. Yeah, that wasn't yep. it. Nate assures me it's coming today.
1: <laughs> Guess who loves you? Um, not
0: me. Um, New Year's resolutions. Yes. When I decide that I'm going to do something, it's pretty much done at that point. So I want to pop. I won't have a single pop in 2021. Mark,
1: I have this thing. I-, I do the opposite a lot of times. If I say I got my best friend when I was a kid, um, two of my best friends, actually, it was Ryan and Gus Childs, they were brothers. Uh, Which one did you like better? Gus was my best friend. He was the older Gus, brother. Right, and Gus was to step off. no Ryan is Ryan and I have actually become much closer oh, friends than Gus. Got and replaced. I. Well, i got replaced. Yeah. I mean, back of the bus. Gus. <laughs> uh, Gus was a year older, and when we when he went to high school and we were in middle school, it, you know what I mean? It it, it we wow. just kind of drifted apart there. I guess. Yeah. But uh, anyway, when uh, uh, I don't remember where I was they when they when we were kids, they would set resolutions like they weren't going to watch TV for a year. And then they would do it, Mark. These guys would These guys would How old it. were they? We were like 10, 11 years like, old. Why would
0: they even set that resolution? Because
1: their dad set them some sort of goal. It would be like I'll give you $100 when you're yeah. 10 years old. That's yeah. the gold, right? And the, I mean these dudes would make it till like August. Yeah. So and guess what? Both very successful guys now. Why do
0: you Why because do you, they had that self why do you of, think you struggle, though? Like to me, it's just it, it's as simple as I'm the one setting the goal, right? Yeah. So I I'm the one that's that said, yeah. okay, this is important for this reason, yeah. whatever it happens to be, whatever the goal is. I'm just disappointing myself, like by by doing that. I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna do that. Well,
1: as we've discussed on the show, it's not that I don't have willpower. Yeah, it's not that I can't stick to my convictions. Uh, but I do. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's that uh, devil on your shoulder thing that. When I, if I were to say I'm not going to drink pop, and because I don't drink a lot of pop, yeah. But if I were to say I'm not going to drink pop in 2021, I would find myself drinking more pop. I would really. I would, and I, and I would just. So you lie to yourself. Uh, yeah, I do something like that, or I self sabotage, or yeah. or something like that. There's probably
0: a I've done a number of a psychological in my, in my life. There's a psychological the diagnosis in there somewhere. There's, I, and I'm, I feel like I'm getting better with it. The self-sabotage thing. I've done that before, right? We've talked about this. There's a song by um, a guy named Farras, which is F-E-R-R-A-S, um, called The King of Sabotage, which is great. And it's about when everything in your life is going great, you break it down, you tear it down. Mm. And there's people that do that, right? They, they, it's like, oh, man, things are going too well. And I know that it won't continue to go this well. Something bad's got to be around the corner. So I'm going to instigate that myself. Which is a crazy, crazy thing. Like, why would somebody do that, Mark? I've but done people it, do dude. it. I've
1: done it. I've do done it. it. Yeah, like, I,
0: I worry about you because you're going to become successful in real estate, and one day you're going to wake up and you're like, I got to poop on this thing. <laughs>
1: right? You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I gotta I gotta start getting some bad reviews or something. <laughs> here's, here's what I'd say to you, Mark, as far as my real estate career: sell high. Wait, yeah. when, when I get to that yeah. point, that's when you offload me to somebody before the train wreck happens. But
0: but people <laughs> people do it. You know, one one area I'm getting a lot better at, Bency's yelled at me for years about this, is cashing out when I'm actually up. I've always been a good gambler. That's not the problem. It's like I've always been able to win the majority of the bets. I'm not going to say I'm 80% winners. You know, that's not the case. But you build up a bankroll, you build up a bankroll, you build up a bankroll, and then what happens is you start to bet a little bit bigger and it might have taken you 40 bets to build the bankroll, and you can crush it in five. Yeah,
1: I was going to say four. You know? <laughs> right.
0: And Bensie's always like, cash out, cash out. You're an idiot. Cash out. And I finally started doing that a little bit. Oh,
1: okay. I understand, because I misunderstood it first. I, like, winning I bets thought, means
0: nothing if the money's in some account. I thought right? when you, you said gotta have
1: it, Bensie gets mad at you for cashing out, I thought... No, not cashing Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, because I've seen Bensie in the text group. Like, when one of the guys will send a text, like, man, yeah. just hit nice at the... At the Buffaloes, right? Yeah. What's ben, Ben's the first guy to respond? What's he say? Yeah, cash out, cash out, get out of there. You're up, <laughs> leave right now. And then, and then, and then, an hour later, another text we, message got, comes up. We've out got, we got, toast. I won't,
0: I won't mention them. We've all got a mutual friend in our in our text group who texted the other day that he just hit a seven hundred dollar slot machine win or something like that. And he's notorious for spending time at the casino. And then, like, he goes MIA right? We're just like, everybody, we're like, we're like, get out of there. You Ben's, need to leave. You yeah. need to leave. You need to leave. And he was not responding. And All of us knew like he is literally blowing it all back. As we speak, said friend had called me on the way to the casino that night, just
1: to kind of BS. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were chatting and, and, and going through some stuff and, uh, I said, "Good luck tonight, uh, buddy. You're gonna you're gonna go get him." I said, "You're gonna win $600. Because he said something about, oh, "I'm just gonna go up and blow hundred bucks and then yeah, and then head back home." And great I said, men, you're, "Great mentality." I said, "You're not gonna <laughs> blow hundred bucks. You're gonna win 600 Yeah, and you you know send a text to the group or something like that. So man, I felt like Rostradamus when yeah, all of a sudden and then, and then he does. He sent the text to yeah, all of us. Everybody in the group is like, "Dude, cash out." Hey, where are you at? Yeah, and show us show us the money. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then and then after about fifteen minutes, I feel like if him not responding, it was when somebody's like,
0: "We're toast. Yeah, we're toast. We've lost him. It's it's over. <laughs> they we got have, him. We have no chance at this. The neon point. Neon lights have sucked him in. So <laughs> so I've got to recap a couple of things that happened over the break. I'm sure you did there's too. Well I, well, I know, lot, man. Yeah. I know. I know you went to Disney. World. Well, I sold That's, a
1: couple. How? Oh, they got uh, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Disney. So I've got to the one that I've got to talk about. Uh, there's a couple, but I got to talk about Butthole, Nevada that's that's the one that oh
1: you went to Laughlin was that the name of the town
0: I went to so I
1: was it hot hot tub time machine the way you described it it felt like the scene man and and I realize
0: I realize when I tell stories like this there's a number of people that listen to this that already don't like me so I don't know I don't know why they're listening to begin with probably because of you but you know you tell stories (laughs) about this it's like well (laughs) shorter thinks she's too good for Laughlin I am Ross, (laughs) Ross, <laughs> all right. That's what I'm thinking about it. I am. All right. So I get a, I get a free offer because I go to Vegas every year, right? And I accrue points yeah, or whatever. Right. right. So and Bensy gets this, and a lot of us in our group get these offers. They're email offers from Caesars, and it's an offer to go to Laughlin, Nevada, which is about an hour and a half away from Vegas. Okay, it's southern, it's southern Las V, Ve- or southern Nevada on the Colorado River. So they, you know, the email says deluxe accommodations and, and free yeah. flight, whatever. So, we go to uh, the, uh, we fly out New Year's Day, okay, and we, we leave Des Moines. It's supposed to be a, they bill it as this direct f- chartered flight from Des Moines to uh, Laughlin. I, I like to it that you phrase it as they bill it as a <laughs> direct charter flight. So we get on we get on the we get on the plane. It's a big plane. You know, it is pretty okay. full, okay. right? And everyone on the plane is going to the same place. Okay. We are. That's that sound, Is it direct? No. What? No. They make a stop in Sioux Falls. What? Yeah. They don't tell you that at any point before you're on this plane. What? So they're like, oh yeah, we got to stop in Sioux Falls and pick oh, up we're people. We're going to pick up a, I mean, you're kidding me. They pick up like this 10, is a, 10 people. This is a bus stop.
1: Uh, wait guys, we're just 15 minutes off the route. We're going to go off yeah. and, and pick and, this you know, up. And you
0: don't just, you but, don't just land and they jump on board and boom, you take off again. I no. Mean, you know, you got to sit there for a half hour as they're doing stuff. Uh, so we get on the flight. <laughs> it's a night flight to begin with and the plane was late by a couple hours. So we're off to a great start. And, I think my wife and I are both in a good mood. It's like, you know what? We don't have the kids. We're going to a place that's warmer. It's fine. So it, like the key to those delays and things are being in good spirits. Absolutely. Right. 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 You're not in a hurry.
1: You're not going to miss your next to get flight. there. Right? right.
0: We weren't in a hurry because we were going to get there at nine something anyway. Great. Great so we we're point. just going to like crash out. Yep. So yeah, we land in Sioux Falls. We uh, wait 30 minutes. We, Which Sioux Falls, go, wonderful town. I, I wouldn't know. I sat on a plane <laughs> there. Didn't, didn't get off the plane. So, uh, we land in Laughlin, okay, Okay. and we get off the, the plane, and it's a pretty brief walk to uh, a shuttle bus. A couple of shuttle buses, right? There's that many people. There's a couple shuttle buses. Oh, so Laughlin Airport, not even like Des Moines Airport. It's nothing. It's a nothing. It's a landing strip. It, it, it made you get it off. made Des Moines look like O'Hare. Wow. Okay, so nothing. I guess I thought Laughlin. Was you get off. It's one that? of those where you get off like down the steps of the okay. plane. I'm you really know, you're really not want, you're not okay. walking into a terminal so and our first indication of like man this is uh we're with a we're with a group here that's for sure we're with a we're with a, a blue collar group we get off the plane because we're seating into the back and as we're walking towards the shuttle bus there's about 30 of the people that were on the plane all smoking their heaters right okay they got off and are like yeah, had to burn one right away yeah yep. and that is not typically our crowd you know i we're friends with basically nobody that smokes. I mean, maybe, maybe once in a while they'll socially smoke or smoke a cigar, but we don't, we we don't, uh, hang around with a lot of cigarette smokers. Let's put it that way. So we're like, okay, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. So we get on the shuttle. It we're about 10 minutes away from, from the hotel and Laughlin is airports right by the river. You cross the river and then it's like hotel, 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 um, you know it's not Vegas, but it's their version of Vegas, and we pull into Harris, okay. Which up in Vegas is an okay brand, right? This Harris has been there a while, Ross. It has been there a while, okay.
1: I'm looking at. I, I, I've done some Google searching while you've been telling me. So this.
0: we're pulling. We're we're pulling in. We're right on, pulling right in on the river, though. We get off. We get off the shuttle. We walk into the lobby, and it reminded me of. A downtown, old school Vegas casino, and not in a good way. Like Sinatra had not been in this place. All right, this was just old. Okay, <laughs> reeked, reeked like c- cigarette smoke. Uh, uh, ugly, just dated, dated. Yeah. Just bleh, right. We go up to the room immediately. You know our deluxe, our deluxe accommodations, Ross. Open the door, and this is the most basic hotel room you've ever seen in your life, dude. This is this is Super Eight. This is Econo Lodge. This is whatever. Nothing special about it. Ugly drapes. Ugly, ugly bedspread. Crappy bathroom where the sinks don't drain very well. You're standing in a in a pool up to your knees in the shower. That type of thing, right? God. So, and we're supposed to be there for four days, Ross. We're supposed to be there for four days. Okay.
1: Yeah. How'd that go?
0: How long were you there for four minutes? So my wife doesn't say anything. All right. But I've been with my wife for over 20 years. And I can already tell what she's thinking. She didn't have to say anything. She's like, this is our home for four days, dude. This place sucks. So she never actually said anything. So she, she, when she travels, she gets a little sick, like just motion sickness and stuff. So after we get somewhere, I just, I just know not to talk to her for like a half hour until she starts feeling better um so i immediately start getting to work man i'm not i haven't said anything to Didn't her tell her what your plan was no but you had a plan no and you but put man, in the action. moment i stepped in that hotel my brain started being like no
1: nope, nope, right we're nope. not, not doing this nope yeah. nope
0: nope 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 so i got on my phone did some work half hour later i turned around and go plans chain wait we, like we're not we're, we ain't staying here plan is plan is different I said, I, I hope you'll just go with it. She said, "Whatever you want to do is fine." <laughs>
1: yeah, I get me whatever you want to do is fine.
0: <laughs> so the next morning at nine nine thirty, you pick up a cab. So you did sleep in the hotel room. We did sleep in okay, the hotel room. All
1: right, yeah. you did shower in
0: the knee high water. Yeah, I took a picture of my willy and sent it to my boys in the text reader. You remember that one, don't you? <laughs> you didn't have to That's just how Mark rolls. So. Anyway, uh, I wanted to give you guys a you know a picture of the room I was in. I mean, my willy <laughs> happened to be in it, but yeah. just so happened it wasn't the <laughs> it was at the bottom of the frame, so it was fine. Uh, but uh, you wonder why my wife thinks you're weird. You wonder
1: why my wife says to me, Ross, why is Mark the only friend of yours that does this? And I said because Mark's the
0: only friend of mine that's like this. Why do, why doesn't she just appreciate that and people you, have differences? And
1: then, you, <laughs> and then you, your response to that usually is something like. Everybody wants to do this. I'm just the only one that will do it.
0: Dude, I'm 42 years old, and I'll always think that's funny. There will never come a time, dude, where I won't think sending my wiener to my buddies is not funny. It just well, I just so,
1: like to do it. Just so you know, some of your friends think it's really weird and don't really appreciate it. But you're still my friend. So. I'm still your friend, and I do, I, yeah, I love you to death.
0: So, so, so the next day, we catch a cab to uh, the auto rental Place.
1: Good idea. Okay, you're not gonna At, fly back out of Laughlin. You're not gonna go back to. So the, yeah, we're
0: supposed to fly back like four days later, three days later, right? Out on of on Laughlin. charter fl- uh, right, right? Out okay. of the same flight going back, and then you probably got to stop. And my and wife's like, "What? You, what, you know, what are we doing? Folks. What's the plan?" I go, we "Ain't never coming back, to butthole." I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we. Uh, so, again, hey, the adventure's just started, baby. That's right. You know, great, the adventure's just started. At- great attitude. So, we, yes. it's a sunny day in Laughlin. I'll give them credit for the weather. You know, it's January 2nd Nailed at this it. point. Nailed it. Go to the rental car place. I said, we're heading to Vegas. So, we take an hour and a half drive. <laughs> which they hear a lot, yeah. I would imagine, <laughs> super, Laughlin. Super, super easy drive through some mountains. It's pretty beautiful. I pretty yeah, pretty scenery. A, I love driving to right?
1: those. Uh, um, man, what is the, uh, what do they call that? Oh, the San Cristo mountains. Is that what no you're idea. driving through? I did not Google those. I'll have to look it up. It's something like that.
0: But you know, you know, it was one of those days though. beautiful sunshine out moods, moods good. You know, it's where you want to put on Tom Petty free falling and sing out the window like one of those days. I can just tell like she was in good mood, right? She had escaped Hades and we're on our way to heaven. So drive up to Vegas. Um, and we, I had, I had booked this place at um, the Cosmopolitan which if anyone's been to Vegas or not
1: quite a change from the Harrows and Laughlin.
0: So (laughs) we check in, I've got a, so, so, uh, the Cosmo is its own hotel there. A lot of them are Caesar's hotels or a lot of them are MGM hotels, et cetera. Cosmo is its own hotel, but it's on the strip. And one side of the hotel overlooks the Bellagio fountain, which is one of the more famous things on the, on the strip there. Right? No doubt. So I book us a, a, a suite. Um, Fountain View Terrace Suite, and i this, and I'm telling this because this is a recommendation for people that haven't been to Vegas. Okay, <laughs> so we we go into our room, open the door, right, and it's like, okay, we're home. Okay, yeah, you know this 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 is, this is a four day trip. This is this, and I turn to my wife and go, "This better?" She goes, "Yeah." <laughs> so it was the Cosmo was really really nice. Um, but one of the cool things about this is one, the room really nice bathroom, really nice. It's got a living room. It's got, you know, whatever. But the cool thing about Cosmo, at least when you're in some of the rooms at Cosmo, that's different than everywhere else is it's got a balcony. It's got a terrace. Yeah. Right. That's really rare in Vegas. Uh, most think. of the hotels, you can't open the windows. Yeah. Right. There's no outdoor space to be able to go outside and like, listen to the sounds of the fountains and the, and the strip and stuff. i amazed. Uh, Cause I just, it's uh, awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> so, so that was our home. For the next three days nice. or whatever, which which was great. So then it was like, okay, we, we don't have any plans, literally. What, what are we going to do? Th- we were there, obviously. I think it was, oh, yeah, that day. So like an hour or two after we got to Vegas, Iowa State and Oregon started. So we decided to watch that. Here's another recommendation for people. Um, the Circa is a hotel in downtown Vegas, which is about seven, eight-minute cab drive uh, from, See, from the you, Strip. When
1: you say downtown, you mean the old... The old, old Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Old
0: Vegas. The cool thing about Circus, Circus brand new. It's the first brand-new hotel in downtown Vegas in a long, long time. So the owners, I think, are from Detroit. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to go there for two reasons. One, they have opened the largest sports book in the world. In circa. So if you're into sports like I am, or you're into betting like I am, then then this was the place to go. We're talking massive, massive screens, bigger seating areas than a lot of the sports books have, et cetera. The knock against sports books in Vegas is you go f- to like be around the action, right? But the seating sucks. Yeah. If you're not VIP, we, we to, or you're is, not, when
1: we were there in September, we had to reserve yeah. our, our buddy Lussie. The
0: seating sucks, yeah, right? Sucks. This, this has a lot more options yeah. for seating, and the screens are obviously new, high def, and, and huge. So we wanted to check out the sports book, which we did. Um, and then we wanted to, um, what's also at Circa is a thing called Stadium Swim, which is an outdoor uh, swimming area with massive big screens, bars, etc. It's like one of a kind. I've seen
1: these pictures. Uh, I've, that, see, when you said the world's biggest sports book, that was what went through my head And right this, keep in
0: mind, this is January in Vegas, which is not hot, right? It's maybe 60, yeah. okay? But they heat the water all year long. So the water's 90-something degrees. So it, there were people in the pool. They got cabanas. They got whatever. So that was, so we, we didn't stay out there a long time, but we went in and uh, checked that out. So if you're in Vegas, check out Stadium Swim, and definitely check out the sports book. The other cool thing, talk about small world um, was we're walking through Circa to go up to find Stadium Swim and I look up and I see a storefront and I'm like I know that guy and my wife says what, what are you talking about a guy named Chris Eiley who used to be a lender here in town at Wells Fargo is now a Lego builder in Las Vegas No, oh my gosh did, did you
1: or Katie post something about this yeah
0: I think so so so
1: uh, I thought my
0: I thought my chair was rolling downhill for a second. Nate was just Nate putting was his wiener no, on Ross. No. Right, he was being rude. Um, but so Chris Eiley sure. just kind of—it's always been a little bit artistic, and he decided to start building life-size Lego creations of people. Incredible! Wow. Basically, so somehow that got connected to the owner of Circa who said you should come do this out of our hotel yeah so it's this chris eiley creations shop where he's got stuff he's built like he's got a he was building a uh nhl uh vegas hockey player i don't know anything about hockey but um that's what he's building and he's got smaller stuff you can buy but anyway ran into chris and it's just weird to see people like i know that that's strange that guy that guy's from back home yeah So Chris actually took us up to Stadium Swim and and got us in there for free and and uh, just weird and and I'll be back out there in March again and I plan to stop by and see Chris. Very cool, man. Maybe buy something. Now here's the here's the other the other thing about Stadium Swim. This is how my mind works because someone's gonna die. Okay, this is odd. To get up to Stadium Swim from like the hotel, you take the longest escalator I've ever seen in my life. It's like. All right, I've died. I'm going to heaven, and this is how we get there. Dude, this thing goes up and up and up and up. But what goes up must come down, right? So now I'm picturing people, they've been at stadium swim all day long on a Saturday, drinking their balls off, right? They leave. they got to go down this escalator. There's, there is a... Wow. Somebody's falling down this thing, dude. And it would be a long, long, hard fall to go down an escalator like that. be um, worse to fall up the one going up. I'm like, I don't know how they're allowing this, dude. People are going to be drunk, leaving this thing, trying to navigate this escalator that's ridiculously See that, long.
1: Mark, that, that was my that's my fear, and I think initially what everybody thinks when you hear about it, the terrace at the at the hotel overlooking the Bellagio fountains.
0: People jumping. Falling and, off, you know, drunk.
1: Jumping, falling off, falling, yeah, thro- fit stuff falling off. Yeah. You know, guy reaches in his pocket to grab a lighter and change, falls yeah. out of his I pocket. I mean, Vegas and,
0: isn't exactly known for great behavior a lot of times. Exa-
1: I mean, and again, not even to assume the worst motives, stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great idea because you're right. That is one of the biggest, it's not even a pet peeve. Uh, it's one of the things about Vegas when you yeah. go. I don't know that I've ever had a hotel in Vegas that you could, maybe you could open the window like, you know, three, four inches. Yeah type of thing yeah. to get some fresh air coming in. Yeah. Or there's like a, when we had the suite up at the Bellagio, there was the, uh, uh there were like a, a vent system by the windows yeah. that you could turn on and off, but that was it. It wasn't. Yeah.
0: So I've got to tell you, so this is how my wife ends up getting her purse that she's always wanted. So since I've known my wife way back high school, she's always wanted a certain style of purse or a certain, uh, a purse from a certain company certain brand brand. Correct. Okay.
1: Can, can you tell us the brand?
0: Uh, Chanel, okay. Chanel. Okay. Is, is the brand. Yeah. So, so anyway, so I went to Vegas with cash like I always do. And <laughs> leading up to Vegas, I'd been hot. Right. I, in, the group, I'd, in, the, in the group, I in the, in the group, I'd given out 18 winners in a row, That's right. which yeah. is like beyond ridiculous. Yeah. Right. So, but I was, I was posting them before picks, So you, you knew I was like on an incredible streak. So I went there and I'm like, I wonder if it'll continue because historically when I go to Vegas, I lose. Maybe it's because I I bet differently or whatever, but it just hasn't gone well. So I get there and I I don't care what people think about me. I can tell them I bet uh, I bet three grand on Iowa State and in what game uh, against Oregon, right? It was Iowa State minus six or minus six and a half, in the, okay. In the, right in, in the football, okay, in the football oh, game, yeah. yeah. Iowa State wins easily. Okay, mm-hmm. okay so I bet three thousand three hundred. I think so. I'm up three grand. The next game, going off of memory, I believe the next game after that is is North Carolina, Texas A and M. Okay, so I tell my wife this, and, and this and this is relevant of how this came to be. Like I, I'm a believer in how I was meant to be that that kind of stuff. So, I told her before I said, "What do you want me to do?" I said, "I want I want to bet on Texas A and M because North Carolina is missing a lot of key players, like their stars were." other than their quarterback. And I say, I like Texas A&M minus 10 points. I want to risk everything I just won in the Iowa State game. And if we win, I'm going to buy you your purse that you want. Okay. And she's like, I don't know. Whatever, you know. That's just, you know, we're well enough to be yeah, like. Right. She's not a giddy person. She's not like, oh my God, baby, you would do that for me? She's, that's just not what she is. But Okay, whatever. Yeah. So I, I so I go, okay. So I go bet the 3000 Again, or 3,300, whatever I ended up doing, on Texas A&M. And we're watching the game. Now, a lot of people don't remember anything about that game. It wouldn't have been on their radar, right? We get to the fourth quarter. Texas A&M is down seven in the fourth quarter. You're good. You're good. No, no, no. I'm not good. I'm effed at this point. Wait, you were giving up 10? I needed Texas A&M to win by 11.
1: I thought they're you down were getting, seven. I thought you were no, getting no, no. ten points. I'm so no. sorry. Okay, so okay, so you we gotta, are we are at backwards at hill, this hill point. hill to climb here with fifteen big, to play. Big hill to climb, yeah.
0: right? So it comes down to Texas A&M scores. They tie it up, right? Okay, but it's the fourth quarter. Yeah. Time is time is limited at this right. at this point, right?
1: Nobody's going to try to win a game like that by
0: 11. North Carolina punts or something, whatever. Texas A&M gets it They're about seventy something yards away from the from the end zone. They do a normal run play, guy kicks it to the outside and breaks it for 76-yard touchdown, whatever. Oh, boom. Right? right? Up seven. We're up seven. Okay? Here we go. Here we go. Game is really kind of winding down now. We're like four minutes, three minutes. North Carolina has the ball down seven, right? So if they get stopped, they're probably going to punt it away, whatever. This is a situation where AM doesn't need to score. They have
1: no desire. Yeah. They don't Just need to run, score, run the right? the clock, right? Right?
0: So North Carolina's got the ball on their own 25, 30 or so. Fourth and one. Fourth and one. If North Carolina picks this up, they're going to run significantly more clock, whatever. Even if a gets the ball back, they're going to just run the clock out, right? a stops them on fourth and one. Now the key here is they stopped them at a certain part of the field with enough time left where they couldn't just knee it, right? There's like three minutes left or something at this point. So they get, uh, long story short, too late. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they drove down to, I think it came down to, uh, there was a play like on fourth that they went for it and got it. And then a couple of plays later, they run it in for a touchdown. So, and I'm like, we're going to win this game as long as North Carolina doesn't to, score a, to junk, get your purse, a, a, a junk touchdown with right. 25 seconds left, that type of thing. Wow. North Carolina proceeds to do nothing. And we win the game. And I turned to my wife and I said, you just got your purse. Yeah. Congratulations. And she's in disbelief, you know, at this point. Like, you're not going to buy this purse. You're not going to buy this purse. I'm like, if there's ever been a time. Now's the time. For me to buy you this purse, which is, plug your ears, everybody. This, you know, $6,000 purse, which, you know, submit your argument for how that's ridiculous. You know. (laughs) I'm like, Vegas just paid for the purse. You know. This is literally a case of house money. uh, Providing providing what we need. So yeah, it's going to be painful to turn that over. And it was, but she was able to
1: uh, the, the house money.
0: It, right. You didn't, she was, she, she was able to get the purse, made a dream come true for your wife. So here's the best part about Vegas. When, of it, great when, when it goes well, when it goes well, I go to Vegas with a chunk of change. I leave Vegas, not only with a purse that I paid for in cash because I'd won, but up money from what I originally came. So this was, the culmination of 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 where we started the journey, yeah, to where it ended up, the room, um, all, this, the, the, all the the, stuff. the the food, the food we ate, the 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 fact that for three or four days, literally, I'm telling you the truth on this, it just so happened, my phone never rang a single time, which that time of year for real estate, not, not crazy, not, not crazy, right. but odd. She felt like for these three days, she like had my full attention, and. I was willing to go to dinners and I was willing to like, I was not being myself basically because normally I'm preoccupied with work. I got to get that offer written or yeah. agents need questions answered or whatever. Right. There was none of that. So it actually ended up being like literally the best trip we've ever taken. That's and, fantastic, and that includes Mark. like our honeymoon and you know, all of that stuff. So, um, so my year got off to a good start. Spontaneity, brother. That's a big part of it. And it's that was a, part of it. Yeah, there was no big, agenda. Big part of it. It's like let's go to let's just decide what we want to do it's, and go make it man, happen.
1: Uh, we used to we talked about that a lot last summer, didn't we? That, that's a big thing that with my mom was on those trips plan a day. Dude, you're getting ready to go to where I spent when you while you were in Laughlin, we were in Disney. Mm-hmm. And we had a day that we had no plan. I mean, that sounds insane for people that plan their Disney trips, but we had a day where we didn't have park passes. We were just going to go hang around, and, do, and man, it was the most fun day we had, just finding our own adventures and doing that. Uh, did you, so you didn't ever go back to Laughlin, butthole? You no, went, no. you flew just flew direct home no, back to Vegas? No, we booked another
0: flight and flew direct home out, okay. of, out of Vegas. Okay. so I had
1: to look it up because I, I really was interested, because in my head when you said Laughlin, yeah. I was like, well, yeah, Laughlin's like the... It's a pretty big city. It's like one of the biggest cities in yeah. Nevada. It's 7,000 people.
0: Yeah. So it's right across the rid- river from a place called uh I'm headed up here, I'm Bull something. Right. Bull Bullhead or so- something like that, which is a much larger city. Oh, really? Okay, okay. So yeah, Laughlin's tiny. And I knew in Bullhead prob- Bullhead City. Yeah. Good job. So I I'm sure I've already offended some people here that just, are Laughlin uh, fans, It's just but-
1: north of Fort Mojave.
0: But, but a buddy of mine reached out because I had posted about this trip on Facebook and said, I was just curious what your, uh, what your take on Laughlin was because my parents go there quite a bit and, and really like it. I think the draw to Laughlin, especially when I think back on who was on the plane, etc., I think it's just geared towards older people. I mean, I'm not 20 anymore, but I'm also not 65. I just think it's got an older person vibe that maybe they do, dig. Do you know what else there was to do in Laughlin besides Harris? I mean, if you'd ventured out, I'm sure you could have, like, done stuff on the river. The fact
1: that, okay, so you did, you had a couple themes. I don't know if this was intentional or not, but while you were telling the story about getting to Laughlin, smokers seemed to be a big theme Mm -hmm. in there. You said the hotel was old, that it smelled that way. I'm sure your room smelled that way. Um, The plane was kind of full of, full of, had, had a lot of people that were, like I don't want to like. As soon as yeah, yeah.
0: I don't want to like. I, I'm I'm careful with this because like I I don't have any issue with people that are blue collar. I'm not in a blue collar job, right? But I grew up with a blue collar father, right? Drove for UPS my whole life. So I'm not knocking blue collar, but there's a there's a difference typically between blue collar crowd and more white collar crowd. It felt there's, like a, it felt like a blue collar crowd. Mark,
1: this you are you are describing perfectly a conversation that I was having with my wife this morning. Because, again, you're getting ready to go down to uh, spend some time at Disney World.
0: Well, in October, but yeah.
1: yeah, You're getting ready. <laughs> okay, yeah. Wife handed me a book this morning that she wanted to make sure that I got to you and Katie, and it's like yeah, i Yeah, I'll mention It's so Walt
0: I, Disney World hacks. I'm mentioning it in case my wife says, where's that book? So I can remember. <laughs> right. she remind me now.
1: And I tried to explain to my wife, because what you described... I, Aaron and I would have, that sounds like a trip that we would end up signing up for. Like, hey, there's a chance to go Loughlin. to Laughlin. It's a, it's a cheap trip. It's a, there, You know, you got this stopover in Sioux City. But uh, then you, when you get to Laughlin, you're staying at Harris and you, know, you find some yeah. cool stuff to do. I mean, do the whole trip was
0: and, 70 bucks. I mean, I did have to pay, and that was like, taxes and fees. So, yes, you can't knock the price
1: of of the trip is the is the plane from laughlin still waiting for you and katie to get on it my uh, wife this
0: man (laughs) this this (laughs) this speaks volumes about my wife and just how she views the world she's so worried about the fact that we weren't going to be back on that plane like what do you think they're going to do contact the fbi and say we're missing we're missing a couple of people i mean people's plans change whatever so i did send an email just to make her feel good I sent an email to you know info whatever saying we won't be on the return flight. Never heard from anybody, of course, because they don't give a rip. But uh, that's what she thinks about. What what they're they're going to be worried. They're going to be worried about us. Mark, I would no, they're not. I I assure you.
1: Thought the exact same thing, and it's so funny. Aaron would have been the, like you. Aaron would have been like, who gives a crap? Sometimes so though, I wish you so were married so,
0: to my wife. Because, so, so are you going to send the email? Oh, or I should I call? send well, the we, email? We should probably both Just send the send email. email. Let's do it so we double up. Why don't we both send an email and we'll both call? Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't want them worried about us. Jeez. Ridiculous. So no. Uh, but no, I, I mean, again, <laughs> someone, somebody that's listening to this has been and enjoyed it. And to that yes. person, I would yes. say, good for you. Some of us are Laughlin people, and some of us are Cosmo at Vegas people, and I'm okay saying I'm a Cosmo at Vegas people. That's fine.
1: Mark, you, you, you can take these to even bigger extremes. I mean, I love going up to Canada and fishing and being on an island uh, up there in the rocks and the trees and nothing around. Yep. When I describe those trips to you, it it looks like I'm torturing you. So where's, like?
0: where's the lady, yeah, right, exactly. where, cool where, where, where is your sports book? Where's the pool? Where's your McDonald's? Where, where, how, how do we eat? <laughs> how do people survive Ross? I have been to Canada once for, for the record. I've, I've lived the way that you live on these trips. I have done it. Went to Manaki. That is something that
1: it, it's so appealing to me to go do that. And honestly, the, what, what uh, KK would call bougie. I think what a lot of yeah. people would call that bougie lifestyle that is fun for me in in sh- very short spurts and yeah. little tiny doses. Um You
0: like to kind of check out, I think.
1: I absolutely do. Okay. I, I everywhere I go, I like to so I like to yeah, I want to get off that beaten path and, and
0: and And you like that and I'm more like, oh, we can order room service <laughs> yeah. and, and and Cosmo's <laughs> got this really cool iPad that controls all the lights <laughs> in the room and you can do all this cool stuff. I'm like, that appeals to me. Yeah, right? I like being able to leave my room and head downstairs, and there's some action yeah. going on.
1: Um, and I'm like, well, let's let's walk the strip and just see what. Let's go find the back doors of all the places. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But you were you were fun in Vegas. Oh, I great, mean, I
1: loved it, man. I can't, I I cannot wait to get back there. I really. Uh,
0: oh, by the way, for people listening, if you guys want to go to Vegas with Ross and I this upcoming year, uh, you can't do that because it's an exclusive group. Sorry, but. <laughs> I was like but, where, what the
1: hell are you doing here?
0: but you can go at the same time because we're going to be out there when Iowa State plays UNLV this year, and I bet we'll have some listeners out there at that same time watching that football game. We could have a meetup Ross we could meet in a little bar, have a couple drinks
1: I think that's a great idea. We
0: could We've never done something like that That's a wonderful idea yeah so we could do that So if you know you're going to be in Vegas reach out i'm ross and i like to party and uh it's september 19th or something like that i'd like to party with you in vegas hopefully we can go to the game who knows in this world
1: this will be our uh, wish came true trip right yeah that'll be that's the second because last year was the make a wish trip this will be the wish came true trip
0: i'm sure i, I yeah we told that story yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you did look like a make a wish patient thanks Don't bring that shirt next year that looks like a hospital gown. You
1: know what? I'm just going to let KK decide what I should wear from now on because she's
0: apparently. What? Does she not like the shirt you're wearing today? It's a beautiful green plaid shirt. She doesn't like my hat. Oh, you look like an Uber driver. That's all, you know. I look like an Uber driver? Well, technically, you look like a London cabbie. What are those hats called? Are they called newsies, newsy hats? Well, that's the the way
1: I describe, uh, uh, that's the way I would kind of describe it as like a newsboy's cap. It's a Boston Scully cap is the name of the company at least.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's interesting. It covers my bald spot, but KK would rather look at my shining head than. So how was
0: stupid hat? How was the Disney trip by the way?
1: I loved it, man. Fantastic. But it, Give give me give, market- give me a
0: couple highlights cuz I haven't been there.
1: Uh oh boy. Um the, the food is fantastic. It's a little bit like Vegas in that way that you can find really good food. It's expensive, but you can also if uh if you're willing to do the search, and you can find a couple hole in the wall gems that won't that aren't crazy expensive. We stayed every time I've gone down there, we've stayed at one of the uh Disney resorts. Things and we stayed at Pop Century this time, which is the like on the low end of the Disney resorts, but it's a great time. I mean, it's it,
0: on the property. It's, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. There the, was some. The, the, I'm for some reason the bad stuffs coming to mind right away, but I'll just go through those quickly. When we got there, it was night. When we showed up, we got landed at like nine thirty, which again, we planned it that way. It's great because then you land, you go to bed, wake up. Did in the you? Morning,
0: did you, you land in Orlando, or is it the one that's like yes. fifty minutes away?
1: Land in. Orlando uh, but then it's still about a 35 minute bus ride to get to the Disney resort so there is
0: no airport right there no basically. like not on the Disney Disney yeah. owns
1: 40 square miles
0: that's hard to believe it's incredible they
1: when you they've got some really cool stuff it's always evolving the newest thing is they have a giant skyline rides called the Skyliner but it basically is like a ski lift that takes you from resort to resort and to park, from park cool. to park. It's not connected to all of the is stuff it yet. Is it enclosed? It is an enclosed gondola okay. yep, that you ride in. So it's safe, and yeah. it's really a neat thing. It kind of changes speed, so it doesn't necessarily have to stop at any point. Yeah. Really a, a cool system. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, they've... I was explaining to some people, I think it was Nate and, and Ben's before I left, that, like... I'll, I'll talk about it like in real estate terms with a FISBO. You can go out and, and sell your own house. You can do it. You can figure out how to do it and you can spend the money on your own and maybe you can even figure out how to do it cheaper than you would have done it but it's not going to be the same experience as hiring somebody that does it all the time as as a professional and says this is all seamless. You sit back, tell me your information and now it's done. Here's what you need to sign. That's a, that, And you pay for that simplicity you pay for that process a lot of times right and that's what why we do what we do is so that we can be the people that make that as painless and seamless as we can and not bust your bank doing Mm -hmm. it. Disney is the prime example of that where you can when you show up there you understand oh I'm dealing with people that only do vacation for a living they are when you walk in the parks everybody there seems to love their job. <laughs> they seem to They're good. At, to they're, good at, they're good at faking they're it. They're good at faking it. They're cast members. They're not employees. They're literally called cast members because they're performing the whole time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, an, it's just a cool experience, man, the whole thing. Um, this year we did things a little bit different. Instead of, instead of having food on the resort, we did like an Amazon shopping list and had it mailed to, had it delivered to our room. Okay. Which was really cool, and then we had our groceries that we could eat there. Um, highlights of the trip were just memories with the family, man. Getting on fun rides and doing a lot of fun stuff with Eli. Seeing some cool stuff. Uh, Aaron got sick. This is not again. <laughs> hate to laugh. She, does,
0: she doesn't. She doesn't mind telling this story.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know if she does or not. I'm gonna. Well, she didn't listen. So it doesn't right, matter. she didn't listen to anything I do. Uh, they have a <laughs> the Slinky dog ride. It's like the Toy Story roller coaster. Audrey wrote it. My four year old, but Aaron was not feeling well, and Aaron gets motion sick easy. She said before we went, she's like, "I mean, like a week before we went, she's like, I'm gonna ride the Slinky Dog ride, gonna do that." We got down there. She wasn't
0: feeling great that day for some reason. Explain the ride to me a little bit, just so I know what you're talking about. It's
1: a what I would consider to be a simple roller coaster. It Doesn't go upside down. Doesn't do any barrel rolls. It's Meant for kids. Uh yes.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Audrey at 4 rode it next to me comfortably was scared at times but enjoyed it. Okay? okay. So that's the type of roller coaster. I mean for for me and Eli who you know ride the monster it's okay. It's a it's a 4 on the on the roller coaster scale, right? But for Aaron who doesn't ride anything this thing may as well have been like riding a rocket ship. Okay. So we wasn't feeling good. We get on it. We d- d- do the Slinky Dog Ride. And, but th- what the Slinky Dog Ride does that's an important part of the story is that it has one of those fake endings in it. So the roller coaster takes off, and you don't really necessarily go up a big hill and then drop down it. It just kind of, like, accelerates and accelerates, and all of a sudden you're going pretty fast and up and down and turning and, and zipping around. Okay, and it's fun. Whoa, hey, this is cool. So I keep looking back, and I could tell – she, and she, first of all, she had her eyes closed. I'm like, don't close your eyes. You have to have your eyes open. You're going to get sick. She had her eyes closed. Well, the slinky dog ride goes for about 60 seconds or so, spin and twirl and all that stuff. And it slows down and comes to a stop. Okay. And again, Erin had her eyes closed, so she didn't see what all of us saw, which is Woody standing there pointing at these big green arrows that say, get ready, you're about to go fast. So this is the slinky part. It this is a good job. That's exactly yeah. it. It slows down, and now you sit there for a second, and then all of a sudden, zip, you go fine really fast. Yep. And, I'm, and I look back, and Erin's turning white, and I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> we're in trouble. She still has her eyes closed, and she even says something like, I think I'm, I think I'm okay if that's the end. Oh. Uh, that's <laughs> not the end. Hang on, baby. <laughs> Zoom. So we take off. Twenty seconds later the ride is over, but it's too late. The the trains left the station sure, for Aaron. Sure. And she is in she's doing the dry heaving thing in her seat. Oh. And it's and again, it's kinda like being in an airplane. You don't exactly, when the ride stops, you don't just get out. Yeah. And she's like trying to pull up on the bar and she's like dry heaving over the side <laughs> of the cart. <laughs> so, so we had to get her now again, in in the age of Rona where everybody, every sneeze, people react like you sure. just farted an atomic bomb, yep. right? Uh, and now all of a sudden my wife, if you're there and you were in the ride, everybody knew that she w- it was motion sickness. Yep. But now they get the ride off, we get, and now she's standing on the side of the ride, and she's like trying to puke into this garbage can. People, some people are mad because she doesn't have her mask up while she's trying to vomit. Uh, they, ended up, they ended up bringing over a wheelchair for her to sit in, now, again, four-year-olds are getting on and off the ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally fine. She's disabled at this <laughs> my point. My wife is, like, incapacitated, man. She was, for a long time. I mean, it's not, that, it wasn't Does she get the spins? She gets the spins so easy. She gets oh, emotional motion sickness in the back of a car. Yeah. So, it was. uh her and my wife are kindred spirits. That, that it did ruin an hour for her. And I ended up taking the kids and going doing a couple other rides. Yeah. And then we got a text message from her that she was fine and walking through the park again. So, yeah.
0: No, that's, uh, yeah.
1: Slinky dog ride.
0: I hate that I do it, but I get frustrated. Like, sh- my wife can't help it. I'm just like, could you take some drama mean before the flight or yeah. just something? Because it's like, it, it's, you know, you land and you want to go, right? right? You want to get wherever and you got someone that's just not feeling
1: well. Yeah, can't do a cab
0: ride, can't do And it, it never lasts that long, but I'm like, I wonder if there's, there's got to be a way that this just doesn't happen to you.
1: Uh, and do you, does she not ever do Dramamine? I don't think so.
0: I, maybe she has. Yeah, I'll she, be fair to her. I'm not sure. Aaron, but.
1: Aaron should talk to her about that because Aaron does use the Dramamine. But there's a, there's a trick to that too, Mark. Like uh, my first experience with that, I've never had motion sickness, never worried about it. We had booked a uh, ocean fishing trip when I was in South Carolina with mm-hmm. some friends one time. And the morning that we had booked it, a storm came rolling in and the, the seas got too rough and they, we couldn't take the vessel out. Yep. So we just ended up having to cancel but when we woke up that morning, a couple of my buddies who were worried about getting seasick took Dramamine before we went, yeah. and found out that it was canceled. Yeah, and I remember that being a big deal. I think one of the guys even got sick. Like if you take it and then don't, really? I think that was. Or I, think it think it, I don't make know. It drowsy I like, yeah, or, something. or something? There's certainly some I think side effects. There's got to be it. a side effect to it. If, but uh, I've never had, never experienced it. The only time I ever felt like I got that vertigo thing one time at Adventureland with kids. I, I, it was either the tornado or something got me. Something just twisted me the wrong way, man. And I felt like I was high school drunk. I felt like the, you know how that the when you've got that spinning room feeling, it's almost yeah. like the room starts to twist and comes back, and starts to twist and comes back, and start, and you're you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And I had that feeling at Adventureland, and somebody had told me this was about five years ago. Somebody had told me then, once you get that feeling, it never you're you're gonna get it forever. But I've been able to get back on rides and. And do stuff, and I don't ever feel.
0: Yeah, I'm at the point where I'm like, I I never went, like the silly silo. If you remember that from. Oh,
1: absolutely, yeah.
0: Adventureland. I never went on it because I didn't like. I would get dizzy. I think I get dizzy pretty easy now. I don't get motion sickness like in cars or on planes and stuff like that, or even on boats. I'm fine with it, but there's just something about just wanting to avoid it. So I'm like, nah, I don't want to do the spinny rides. That doesn't appeal to me all that much. I didn't um, your
1: silly silo because I saw or heard about people getting sick in it, and like puking and, puke and yeah, it flies everywhere, yeah, on the right, walls right. and I was stuff. Like, that why would I want to go get puked peeling. on? That sounds like <laughs> one of the worst right. things
0: in the world, dude. I absolutely don't want to do that. So, so yeah, no. I, my wife is going through. Um, I I assume you didn't do this, but I've heard this for years. People that go to Disney all the time, they use these. I'm sure they have a term, but these advisors a lot of them are local exactly right my wife does these yeah. people go to disney like three times a year type of thing yeah. and you're supposed to book through them and they're, they're supposed to know everything about it we're doing that so um i guess it's gonna make the trip better the other thing the scandalous thing that our kids will love we're gonna go in october because apparently the weather's supposed to be great in october in florida down there and we'll also go during the week we'll take the kids out of school because it's supposed to be less crowded and yeah. just a better experience overall. That's,
1: and that's why we went, when we went, Mark, um, which seemed so counterintuitive at first when you're like, well, around the holidays is when people would want to go. Yeah. We were down there the fourth, I think the days we had at the park were actually the fifth, sixth, and seventh, something like that, mm-hmm. um, w- which it technically is just after the holidays. Yeah. And man, it was terrific. It, the so. The lines looked really long, but they weren't because everybody was staying six feet apart. Yep. So, where it used to be about 12 people packed in, there were two. And the Disney does this a really cool thing. If you take the Disney, um, I think it's like My Disney Experience app is the name of it. I'll make sure you have it because when you're in the park, you can pull up the app and it will tell you what the wait time is for every attraction around yeah. you. As you're walking through the park, I mean, it's yep. like... Following your GPS on your map. It's awesome. Um, if there's doing the fast pass thing, I can explain that to you too, but that gets you past all the lines and you can even through your app jump that.
0: But it's limited, right?
1: Well, yes, if you do it the traditional way. But with the app, after you use it, you can then apply it again. Yeah. Uh, we did the Star Wars experience down there that I, I'm not really a Star Wars junkie by yeah. any stretch. And when, you, when we walked up, we kind of realized that it must be a big deal because there were people – it looked like Comic-Con at parts of, yeah. uh, parts of Disney because people were decked out in Star Wars stuff. Yep. And so there was this weird thing, Mark, that uh, our Disney advisor had told us to do. 7 a.m., the morning you're going to go to Magic Kingdom uh, or Hollywood Studios, I think is where it was, actually. Sorry. Uh, the, the, you're going to go to Hollywood Studios. You – get up at 7 a.m. and you get on this website and you try to get it on, you get online, in, you get in line online. You basically check yep. in. And they only allow so many thousand people to do this ride in a day and you have to sign up at 7 a.m. There's a caveat I'll get to. But Aaron and I both woke up at 6.45. We got our coffee. We're sitting there online. We're both refreshing. The advisor said, use both phones. One person be on, the, on Wi-Fi, the other one not because mm-hmm. you'll have... At 7 a.m., thing updates. You want to get in line? Yes, full. <laughs> that quick, immediately. That quick. Yep. Now the caveat is, at one o'clock in the afternoon, they're going to do a second queue that they'll open up, and you can sign up then. You have to be in the park, and there was all sorts of other stuff to that. But we were going to fit all those criteria. We ended up getting in that one o'clock queue, and the last ride that we did on our Disney ride, our Disney experience, was the was this Star Wars.
0: Dude, I don't, even the, know, I don't know what to
1: call it. It wasn't a ride; it's an experience, and it was the coolest amusement park thing I've ever done in my life.
0: Now, would I like it not being a Star Wars? Person? Yes,
1: absolutely. Okay, you, but it's not, not a roller coaster. It's not a roller coaster. There was no thrills. There was no ups and downs.
0: So, what makes it cool?
1: Okay, so I'm gonna. I'll do my best here. When As you're in line, and Disney does this cool thing that you'll notice, like, rides have themes, and the closer you get to the ride as you're in line, the more they try to kind of immerse you into the theme. If it's a Buzz Lightyear thing, you know, the closer you get, there's going to be Tim Allen talking to you and stuff like that.
0: A quick line question. Did you spend a lot of time in lines? Do they move fairly quick? They move really quick, and that's the
1: other thing, man. They they make even standing in line entertaining. Mm-hmm. There's things to do. There's interact. Well, some of it's shut off because of the Rona. Yeah. But that that's the point of the the, the Star Wars thing. We were in line for that for like 70 minutes. Wow. It was our longest line. Yeah. And it felt like we were walking through a museum the whole time. That's cool. I mean, yeah. life-size versions of the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Stuff I've never seen before. It's just incredible. And you feel like you are in one of these, you know, Star sure. Wars planets. So, finally, you get in line, and you're getting up closer and closer to actually being in the ride, and they start to separate you out into groups of about 10 or 12. And pretty soon, a gate opens up in front of you, and, again, actors come out, these cast members, and they are, I mean, they're 100% in it. All these rides that you go on. When you get up to the ride, you, like... I hope they're paying these kids well because man, they are in it to win it. And they come out, oh my gosh, thank you so much for signing up for the rebellion. We can't wait. We need your help so much. Get onto our transport right away. So you run into this room with your ten or twelve other people, and a hologram appears in the room. And it's Ray, Rey, the real pretty gal that's in the last okay. couple of weeks. It means nothing to me but I don't okay. either. Sure. I didn't mean anything to me. I recognized her as the okay. as the lady from Star Wars. And she starts to say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. We're so excited. You're going to get on a plane, and when you get on the plane, you're going to fly across the galaxy and pick up some cargo, but don't get caught by Vader and the dark side because they'll get all your information. And if they catch you, don't tell them where you're from or we're all dead and da-da-da. Another door opens up from this bay that you're in, and you're back outside, but you're not in Disney World. You are in this Star Wars planet. Another world. And another group of actors are waiting for you. And they're like, oh, my gosh, okay, we're so excited. Get in the transport bay. Well, the first little room that you, next room you go into, I guess, it almost was like a subway cart. It had handles on it, but there were no chairs. You didn't sit down or you didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like you, it would right. knock you over, but there were handles that were, let you know. It's this an airport tram. This thing's going to rock and shake a yeah. little bit. Uh, the two sides of the two, the two ends of the ship became screens, and then it kind of used that visual effect Mm-hmm. And to make you feel like you were flying and going, and you get caught by Vader. Dark side captures you, and they pull you into their uh, in, into their big ship, and then the doors open up, and to the same doors that were just outside at, La- at at Disney World. Yeah, the doors open up, and now you are inside Vader's ship, and everybody in there is dressed yeah like a, a Darth one of Darth Vader's people, and they come in, and they're like mean, and they're yelling at you, get off our ship, get off. You're like, whoa, whoa. And even Eli was kind of like leaning lazily against the side of the ship. And the lady came over and she said, did I give you permission to lean on my ship? Oh, wow. I mean, they were in it. Yeah. So then, I mean, now you're walking down hallways in this ship. It's it's incredible. And so you get all the way down. They say, okay, now you're going into a jail cell. And and one of the Sith Lords is going to come and extract the information from me because you won't tell us anything. And they put you in a jail. Mm-hmm. Now you're in this like futuristic jail cell with these twelve people, and it's like this is so cool. And above you appears another. It looked real, but I'm assuming it was a screen of some type. But it was the uh, again one of the characters. I don't know Darth Vader's kid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the new one, Adam's, Adam uh, Driver. Yep, is the, yep. yeah. He appears up above you, and he's like, "You're gonna tell me where you're from," and you know, you're like, "This is really sweet." Pretty soon they come and say, you're wanted on the bridge. And he runs away. Well, as he runs away, a freaking lightsaber comes through the side of the jail. (laughs) And it cuts a door into the side of the steel that you're standing in. Yep. And that opens up, and it's another group of actors. And they're your friends again, and they're rescuing you. And here we go. Well, now when you step out into this other area, now it's a ride. Now Now it looked not a roller coaster. It looked like a giant bumper car. That could seat like eight or ten people. So, and now, but again, now there's people like, okay, get in, strap your seatbelts. We've got to test your seatbelts to make sure that they're tight. Take your hats off because it's going to be enough motion that you're going to lose your hats. Put your hats in this little compartment. And so we did that. And now you're in, now it's like, okay, R2-D2 is driving your little escape pod. And you've got to get out of the ship. And... It starts to go like a roller coaster would, but yeah, there's no track. It's open. It's like you're in a giant warehouse. Okay. You're
0: inside man, like, at this point. It's
1: like you're inside Darth Vader's ship and they're yeah. trying to get you out. Yeah. It's it's indescribable, man. It, it wasn't the thrill of the back and forth and the zipping it on. Didn't, it, wasn't it didn't
0: a, feel cheesy, though. It felt it's real. It's so
1: beyond not cheesy, man. It, it yeah. is. It's not.
0: So how long do you think,
1: how long is this whole experience from the time we got in line, the entire ride probably took 25 minutes after the 70 minutes that we were in line. Mm-hmm. I would say the, from the time we were in the area where we were like, oh, we're, this is kind of cool and we're doing stuff.
0: 25 that felt like three probably because you were enjoying uh, it.
1: It was just neat. Here's the last thing I'll say about Disney. I left my hat, my little hat that I love that KK hated so much. Yeah,
0: she hates all of them. She
1: hates everything. Um, I left it in the ride. Didn't realize it. I mean, we got off and we were like, that was amazing. People had told us that had been on it. They said, it's the greatest ride experience we've ever had. It really was. Wow. So we got off and we were out of the park, man. I mean, it's a hike to get for the Star Wars thing was in the very back end of the park. We walked all the way out, got to the Skyliner, took the Skyliner back to our resort, and I like scratched my head and went, I don't know about Oh crap. So I go back, I get back on the Skyliner, I go back to the park. Go back in and they have a lost and found in there, and I went in and I said, I lost my, I lost my hat. And the guy says, it hasn't been turned in yet, and we, this is our last night. We're leaving yeah. tomorrow morning." The guy says, "Come back tomorrow morning. I can't do that. My hat's lost, I'll buy a new one, because I love it." And the guy says, "No, no, no. He hands me a card, and it's got the little RS code on it. Yep. It says, "Scan this and fill out all the information on it." So OK, so I scan it, and it takes me to this Disney website, Lost and Found." Which park were you in? Which ride were you on? What did you lose? What did it look like? What's your address? We're mailing it back to you as soon as we find it at, oh, our, wow. at our charge. And that's exactly what happened. Like, they about uh, three days later, I got an email from them. said, hey, we found your hat. Here's the tracking Dear information. Ross,
0: thank you for losing your hat in our magic kingdom. Yeah. yeah. We were happy to find it we're for happy.
1: you. It was the most magical experience to find your hat and send it back. But
0: back. isn't going somewhere like that just a great reminder about customer service yes. and experience? Yeah. Why it's important? Why here? Why here at Charterhouse, We try our best to to do these things. You know, always refining, of course. But you know, Great that's example. that's what's memorable.
1: My wife right now is sitting at the line at Steak and Shake. Why hasn't the Chick Fil A model of cust- of over the top customer service taken?
0: I think because you nailed it. Because it's over the top. The other places go. Eh, that's over the top, right? Yeah. I was in Chick Fil A line two weeks ago something it's january it's cold They got two people out standing there taking orders another person before we even got to the window taking the cash in a little bit of, of a hud or something right yep. and then pull up to the window 30 seconds later hey mark have a great day blah, blah blah i mean like i realize there's some people that aren't chick-fil-a fans because of their their policies right or their 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 political leanings from a customer service perspective, unmatched.
1: Uh, incredible, unmatched. Yeah, and, just, dude. Uh, and I, I'm just surprised. Knock them all that, you
0: want, but their experience is great.
1: I'm surprised that more chains haven't tried to take that from the top down and say, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna implement this. We're gonna try to go be a little bit."
0: They must pay more than Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King. I don't know. I don't know. But I've got to leave people here, by the way, with 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 the results of the story. I I, I left people hanging on Twitter on purpose. People wanted to know uh, about a bet I had placed. So I had placed a bet um, for 500 bucks. It was an eight-team parlay, which means you got to get all eight pieces right. Um, I had hit the first seven of those, and it came down to the Browns Chiefs last weekend. And I had the Browns plus 10, which means the Browns had to stay within 10. People want to know I was given a cash-out option on the website that I was placing the bet at. So the five hundred, if you won it, would be fourteen thousand bucks. The cash out option was seventy something hundred, seven thousand, about half of that. So I posted that on our Twitter and said, "What would you do? Would you cash it out? Would you risk it? Right?" And I told people I wasn't going to tell them, and I would I would save it for this podcast on what I did. Do you know what I did, Ross? I don't know what you did.
1: I bet I I if you. You ask me what I think you did. I think that you let it ride and went for the fourteen.
0: I cashed it out.
1: Did you cash out? So yeah. smart move.
0: So technically, in my smart mind, move. technically in my mind, the bet was right and ended up winning. Browns oh. lost by five. So you would have had the fourteen. Correct. Ah, oh. correct. Which is you know, uh, yes. don't don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm okay. <laughs> right. You know, but Bency would have been proud. I never even told Bency that. I wanted yeah. him to wait till I Benzie's give it exci- to them. Bency's excited. About I ca- it. I cashed it out, Bency, before the game ever started. Bency.
1: Yeah, the seven. He, he took the seven grand on the. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Mr. Cash out over
0: there. Yeah, I'm so. with Bency on that, man. Yeah. Long term.
1: It. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it, when you do that, it stings a little bit if you feel like you left money on the table, but it was the safe play. So, that's the culmination of that story. All right, hey, Bye we gave you that. an hour. It's fun. We gave you an hour today, people. Actually, an hour and two minutes. Thanks for joining us. By the way, it's 2021. Ross is now a just an agent that knows it all at uh, this listen, point i'm
1: right? a, I'm, I'm a uh, uh, veteran experienced uh, respected maybe not in my own circles
0: kk respects you, she her face she face just re- doesn't show it i don't know that's if she all. respects me like,
1: i know nate doesn't respect me
0: no nate doesn't respect you at all that's for sure so hey but if you need to buy or sell a house man spring i don't know if you know this ross springs right around the corner and let me tell you one thing related to real estate that's relevant Here, to everybody listening, especially if you're thinking about selling a house, we saw numbers the other day that said there's about 1,800 homes for sale on the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors, which we use. Last year at the same time, I think there was 3,100, which means that we've got an inventory problem. If you've got a house that's in a range that's sellable, that's desirable, now is definitely the time. Even though it's the winter, now it might be a great time to get your house on the market. But if it isn't the time and you're thinking about doing it this year, call Ross, call me, call one of us at Charterhouse. We'll save you a boatload and we'll provide great service along the way. Thanks for listening. Episode one of season two. Hopefully we'll be back with episode two next week. We never know. Ross, my big time. Another episode of jump. The shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate. We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support and we will talk to you next week.